0: Welcome back to another episode of The DJ Sessions Presents The On Location Sessions where we feature the best DJs, producers, and industry professionals from around the world. I'm your host Darren and right now we're still at Decadence in the VIP Platinum tent for New Year's Eve weekend and I have none other than Kezo here with me on the couch this evening. Kezo, how's it going? Good man, how are you? Thanks for having me. Absolutely, how was your set tonight? Man,
1: it was, it was so much fun. I had like a two-week break uh, before the show tonight, so Mm -hmm. I was in the studio over the last two weeks making a bunch of new stuff, and uh, I I got all my energy back, and I was so stoked to play tonight. So, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, energy was off the walls, so uh, Arizona's always fun, it's always a good time.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and speaking of touring, getting out there, you have something big planned for 2023. Let our DJ Sessions audience know about that. Yeah, yeah, so I announced um,
1: probably my biggest bus tour to date uh, for 2023. It's called KZO's Unleashed XL, and uh, I don't know I can't off top how many dates it is but we're going all over North America the US Canada and uh, ending in LA for like my biggest show I've ever done at the Kia forum so uh, yeah it's gonna be a huge huge production we're bringing in uh, long story short it's a a combination of rock and electronics so I'm bringing drummers guitar players um, and a huge stage production
0: so it's gonna be a the best of both worlds on this tour, and
1: uh, I'm so excited to kick it off here soon.
0: Is that something you have you experimented and done something like that in the past, or is this a first-time live music? Yeah, yeah so Collab- like we um collaboration. We uh we we we've we we we
1: started kind of marinating on the idea in like 2019. We did um my second album was titled Unleashed, and so we we love the name, and we wanted to. Uh, my music is very rock and electronic focused, and um, people now know that so the goal was to bring a visual live aesthetic to that kind of understanding and so in 2019 we kind of tested it out in a few major markets and did big one-off shows mm-hmm. for it and then we also did it at Coachella in 2019 and that was awesome um, And it was so much fun it was I had a really great perception so we had a tour in 2020 planned called Unleashed and COVID obviously canceled it and so uh, we wanted to reignite the idea and bring it back and um the xl is because it's bigger venues it's bigger production there's more live elements to it and um we finally get to put it on i'm really mm-hmm. excited
0: yeah and you know um like the word on the street is when you come to seattle everyone freaks out we're based out in seattle yeah so man. i heard you have a really good shows in seattle yeah I, unfortunately i have a bit but next time you come through i'd love to check yeah, one you one gotta those be out. there
1: second to last day we're at the wamu theater Absolutely. So it'll be my biggest show in Seattle. So, okay. Well, that's I've ever done. So. I live
0: uh, a few blocks away from there. Yeah. Come so. on down. Let's, let's, we'll do, let's definitely. definitely do it. And so, um, you're also a producer and you have your record label. Welcome records. Yeah. Um, was that something you got into? Like, were you DJing first and then started producing? Or did you start producing first? Then got into music? Yeah. So another? like, uh, I, long story short, I
1: kind of, um, I, I grew up with a sports background. Um, I played hockey my whole life, um, from like three years old until like 19. So, um, when I got into music, my my, my my main focus was producing. I didn't really like. Obviously, like I would love to have like do what I'm doing now, but at that point in time, like my goal was not to just DJ. Like I didn't get into music just DJ. Like I loved I loved that, but I love producing. I love making music. I love I love that aspect of this. And so um, I I started producing, and um, I wanted to um, be booked because of my music. So. Um, I didn't really focus on DJing until I you know, started making music, so that's not kind of how we went about it.
0: And yeah. and was starting your own label was that something that you just said right day one I want my own label or were you producing releasing and then said, hey, it's better for me to do everything in house or control yeah, the reins?
1: Yeah, for me, like I, I I make so many different styles of dance like base I guess bass centered music and now with it being super heavily focused on like rock and electronic within those mm-hmm. subgenres of dance and rock. Um, When I first started out, there was a lot of dream labels that I wanted to be on. That I, some of them, I was very fortunate to be on. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I got old, like, kind of started to get a little bit progressed through the ranks, and was like, oh, not only does my music not really maybe fit always on one label, um, it may not fit on some labels at all. And so, I kind of my idea was initially was to create Welcome uh, to welcome all genres of music, uh, but. For myself at at first like have a place i could just release self-release but then um i started having other producers reach out and want to release on the label which Mm -hmm. was a surprise to me at first and (laughs) i was like okay like i'd love to like you know have your music because i love all styles of dance music so let's have everything on the label and then you know that kind of grew into being like a a full funded like you know like an indie record label where i'm releasing people's singles eps Mm -hmm. albums and it's 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 awesome it's It's one of my favorite things to do outside of my own my own music is because I get to help fulfill other uh, artists' kind of dreams and their visions and Mm -hmm. um, sometimes their music they say feels outcast and like they they don't fit on a label so it's it's kind of looking in a mirror at myself (laughs) and like um, being like yeah like we're on the same page and I want you to have a home where you feel comfortable where you can release release anything and you're Mm -hmm. not told no because that said genre is not popular or that's not what we do like we're a home for everybody.
0: You know, I was going to ask this next question. I love it when guests come on the show and they pretty much answer the question i oh, ask yeah. next. But I was going to say, what's the most important thing that record labels should do for their artists and are labels as a whole out there doing that? It sounds like you have your vision and how you want yeah, to control that. But what about other labels?
1: Well, I think what's really cool now is, like, specifically, specifically in dance music, we're seeing a lot of other artist-run labels pop up, like mm-hmm. Subtronics has Cyclop Records. Uh I know Slander's got good vibrations. Obviously, there's other some other bigger, uh, bigger kind of indie dance labels like uh, Disciple and whatnot. Uh, Monster Cat is a huge one, mm-hmm. um, and I think I think most are 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 open to style, different styles of dance music. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, the one thing that I remember g- growing up in like when I was releasing other people's labels, like um, there was sometimes not like. A much of a work work with the artist like okay like the A&Ring process sometimes is so like yes or no um, and for me like when I A&R people's music I don't like to just blanket A like yes or no it sometimes like I like to like if there's things I like in the music like I like to get with the artists and like mm-hmm. give real in-depth feedback cause like I, there's like just like my music when I'm making music like the first rendition of a song is maybe not there but like the more you work on it, the more you massage mm-hmm. it, the more you give it love and the more you spend on it, like it can end up being an incredible song. And yeah. so I, I try to give that that type of uh, feedback in, to the artists that release on Welcome mm-hmm. because I know like if it's not there, it can be there. And I don't want to just throw something away uh, without knowing its full potential. So I think like, mm-hmm. and I'm sure other labels are doing it and I don't want to speak like, speak without knowing, but I think like for myself, like what I like to do is like really give artists, not just like a one and done like, oh no, Mm-hmm. Next, like I like to like really give them a chance to like work on that music and mm-hmm. and, and give us multiple opportunities to listen in A and R. It
0: absolutely. And when you're in the studio producing your own tracks, are pets allowed in the studio? Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm a big <laughs> tell pet about, guy. Tell us about your yeah. Friend.
1: I got um, me and my girlfriend. We have a house, and um, I just got finished building a studio, mm-hmm. which I'm really stoked on. And um, I have an English bulldog named Beef, and he's a big studio dog, like a big <laughs> studio dog, like he is. Uh, what's so funny now is, because my studio is not in the house, mm-hmm. um, every morning now he runs to the front door, all excited, <laughs> and he runs out to for me to go unlock the studio for him so he can run in the studio. I got toys, bones, you know, nice. everything in there for him, and he just loves, loves laying in the studio, chewing on a bone, hanging out mm-hmm. with me all day, and it's it's honestly one of the coolest, most like therapeutic things to have your animal mm-hmm. in there with you because... Days can be long, you can pull your hair out, your eyes are strained, but yeah. every once in a while your dog comes up to you to play, and you're like, oh, it's yeah. awesome, and he takes me away from it for a minute where I can take a break. He's, he's he, It's so cool having an animal because they force you to take breaks. You gotta take them out to go pee, walk them, feed them, <laughs> yep. whatever, play with them, and so I get to finally take those needed breaks from, because sometimes before I had a dog, I would force myself to work through those um, strenuous times, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes that's great, you break through the wall, but sometimes you're like, you need to take a step back and
0: go do something else. Go take a walk. Absolutely. And so having it's, an animal forces me to do that. So it's great. Uh, again, one of those times where you're almost answering my next question I'm going to ask oh, you, I, is, you. It's know, almost like I know what you're yeah, asking. Yeah, what I'm asking. You don't see any of these beforehand. I don't. But I don't. Pro- producing music, is, it spends all, you spend a lot of time behind the computer. Yeah. Sitting down. You know, countless hours behind the computer sitting down. What do you do in your free time to stay fit? Yeah, so um, me and my girlfriend go to a trainer like a couple times yeah. a week, uh, which is really great.
1: Um, like I said, I grew up playing hockey my whole life, mm-hmm. and so I'm big on like strength and conditioning and like working out in a athletic way more than just like going to the gym lifting weights. So like that's, that's a huge part of like what I like to do, and um, it's really cool that me and my girlfriend can do that together now, which is awesome. But other than that, um, obviously having animals is a you know, full-time thing, and like they keep us active, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's multiple ways, and I try to like you know, find time to go do athletic things outside of um, just working out and mm-hmm. just staying up you know on fun things. So yeah, it's it's an ever flowing kind of change in a uh, routine right now.
0: Is there something you'd like to say to new and upcoming producers to watch out for when it comes to making mm-hmm. their career successful? What would that one piece of advice be? Man, it's actually like so cliche, but I, I'll say this <laughs> because it was so it was said to me.
1: I remember when I was first starting out in 2012. I just moved to LA. I was living in a one-bedroom apartment with three other dudes. I was living in the living room on the floor, and I had to go to a guitar center to get a MIDI keyboard off of Sunset. And um, i go into guitar center with my two other roommates, and we walk in there, and we see Steve Angelo in there, which was wild at that time, Swedish House Mafia. Still, obviously, massive, but at that time was like, you know, a lot of their, like, Greyhound and all that stuff was coming out. I was like, oh, my God. So I, we see him, and, like, we kinda of fanboy out, but like we, we, we kinda of asked that exact question to him because he's just this larger than life rock star to us at that point. And he gave us the most like cliche thing, break the rules. He said, break the rules. There are no rules, break the rules. Yeah. And like, yeah, it sounds so easy on paper, but like once you like get into like produ- producing music, especially as an up and coming artist, like the more you realize that like what rules there are that you think there are that have been fed to you, there are no rules. There are literally no rules. And I think you're seeing that more with like artists now, like there's so many more risks being taken with different artists and artists mm-hmm. are bouncing around genres way more than when I first started. When I, mm-hmm. Ten years ago, it was way more like you make this genre music and that's what you make and you, you know, you don't really step outside of it as much. Now I feel like artists are just making whatever they want to make, which is awesome. And I think also festivals, you know, like Decadence Tonight, like I'm playing a stage with like Flume and Fisher in uh, Mala, so it's a lot of house- different styles of music and I make mm-hmm. something completely different than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think audiences are also catching up and are are, 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 are craving that as well, mm-hmm. uh, variety, uh, not just with like the music from one artist to another, but a variety within a set mm-hmm. and that comes with what you make sometimes as well. So like I make all styles of dance music, so I play all stys- styles in my set. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say break the rules, there are no rules, go out there and just have fun, fuck it up and yeah, just have fun with <laughs> it man. Seriously. Have fun and, and it, it's how uh, how important is merch?
0: Merch? Yeah, how important is merch? I mean it's
1: important, it's fun, like I love <clears throat> I love, you know, shopping for clothes. Like not just I I had a little designer phase. I love that it was cool. But I like going to like thrifting and finding old kind of fun, cool clothes. Like mm-hmm. this jacket I found at a thrift shop. Um, <laughs> But I love making merch, it's really it was something, it's another creative outlet for me to kind of get my creativity out on paper outside of just writing music, so mm-hmm. um, I love creating merch, I love creating um, all my tour posters with my graphic team, uh, my creative team, were like very involved on the creative side, mm-hmm. because I, I truly love it, not because I need to be like in control, but I really love being creative outside of just writing music. So. Um, I love merch. I love making awesome. it. Awesome.
0: If there's anything you can say to our DJ Sessions fans that you want to let them know about, what would that be?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, uh, thank you for having me. Uh, happy New Year. We're about to go into 2023, which uh, I'm about to go on my biggest bus tour to date, Kazo Unleashed XL in 2023, all over the US and Canada. Um, so hopefully I'll see you guys there. You can get tickets at uh, musiccom and uh, you can find all of the updates for the tour, on my social media at KZO Music on Twitter and Instagram and all that fun stuff. And so hopefully I'll see you guys at a show, uh, Seattle for you guys, at Wamu Theater, and I think April, I think is when it is. So we'll be in touch, we'll go go to that. have you out for it. and yeah? Hopefully, I'll see you guys at a date on tour.
0: We'll have to get you in our mobile studio when you're up there. We'll tell you all about that later. I love it. K A Y Z O, correct? Yep. K A Y Z O music. kazo music. At KZo music for social awesome. media, and that's where you get all my updates. Well, thank you so much for coming on the DJ sessions. Have some fun out there and have a happy New Year. As yeah, well. man. Likewise, Happy New Year. Thanks Absolutely. for so that's kazo i'm darren coming to you from decadence in phoenix arizona brought to you by relentless beats don't forget to go to our website thedjsessions.com find us on twitter twitch facebook instagram we're out there all that information and more 600 news stories a month exclusive interviews exclusive mixes our vr nightclubs our mobile app it's all there at the djsessions.com again Kezo, darren coming to you from the vip platinum tent at decadence 2022 and remember When you think about the DJ sessions, the music never stops.